The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the disciples, Know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Peter said, Lord, are you selling this parable for us or for everyone? And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and prudent manager whom his master will put in charge of his slaves to give them their allowance of food at the proper time? Blessed is that slave whom his master will find at work when he arrives. Truly I tell you, he will put that one in charge of all his possessions. But if that slave says to himself, My master is delayed in coming, and if he begins to beat the other slaves, men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, and in an hour that he does not know, and will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. That slave, who knew what his master wanted, but did not prepare himself or do what was wanted, will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating will receive a light beating. From everyone to whom much has been given, much will be required. And from the one to whom much has been entrusted, even more will be demanded. The Gospel of the Lord. We continue reading St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Today we are in chapter 6 where he discusses sin. He mentions it seven times in this short passage. He begins by saying, Do not let sin exercise dominion in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. He will, six chapters later, say, Rather offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to the Lord. This is your spiritual act of worship. And in tomorrow's reading, he will say how that can be done. Offer the members of your bodies as instruments of righteousness. So, for example, our hands are meant to be open and generous to others in need. Our feet are to bring us to those who are lonely. Our ears are to be hearing the needs, the cries of the poor, and to listen to God's word. Our mouth is to speak encouraging words and not slander. And our eyes are to gaze on the good things, as St. Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, think about these things, and the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds. Then St. Paul in today's reading says that God has brought us from death to life, another really crucial statement for us just to contemplate. We were dead in our sins. God has brought us to life. Not just temporal life, but if we persevere in grace, eternal life. Every time we go into the sacrament of reconciliation and confess serious sins, we're brought from death to life. It begins in baptism, but it continues. It's a great act of mercy on God's part. Then Paul says, you are not under law, but under grace. Another 
beautiful statement of God's mercy in the Old Testament, the people were under the law. They could not, by the law, keep the law. The law had no power to inspire them or to help them to get out of that slavery to sin. Whereas now, we are the beneficiaries of God's grace through the Paschal Mystery, God sending his Holy Spirit to dwell in our souls. St. Paul says, therefore become slaves of righteousness. Our whole mind, soul, body, strength should be on that purpose, to be used as instruments, slaves of righteousness. Now it's not, again, because of anything we do, but because of God's grace. And that's why the psalmist reminds us, our help is in the name of the Lord. The Lord is on our side. That's why we can approach the throne of grace with confidence, as the letter to the Hebrews says, so that we can receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. What a beautiful act of mercy that God has opened his throne room to us. When we come to the gospel, Jesus then says how we are to apply all of these acts of mercy on God's part. He tells the little parable, who then is the faithful and prudent manager whom his master will put in charge of his slaves to give them their allowance of food at the proper time. Blessed is that slave whom his master will find at work when he arrives. Truly, I tell you, I will put that one in charge of all my possessions. The prime example of that would be in the Old Testament with St. Joseph in the book of Genesis, where Potiphar put Joseph in charge of his whole household because Joseph proved to be righteous. And Joseph had the wisdom to store up all the grain because he knew a famine was coming and then he was able to distribute it to those in need. We're meant to take that story and apply it spiritually, to store up in our hearts the things of God by reading scripture and prayer, knowing the lives of the saints so that we can distribute these great treasures to those who are hungry for it. As Jesus says in Matthew chapter 13, therefore every scribe instructed concerning the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out of his treasure things new and old. And when we're faithful to that, God puts us in charge of even more, as he says in today's gospel. Finally, just as another act of mercy, that parable continues and says three things. If, in fact, a person decides not to obey God and rather falls into grave sin, God will respect that decision and put him out among the unfaithful, cut off. But the slave who knew what his master wanted but did not prepare himself or do what was wanted will not be excluded from the kingdom, but will receive punishment. And then he goes even further and says, the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating will receive a light beating. He's talking about purgatory. This is from the lips of Jesus. That even if we fail in this life, but we haven't completely cut ourselves off from God, God's mercy still operates and we are brought into a form of purification. And there's levels of purification depending on our degree of culpability. But the end result is we join the householder, 
the beatific vision in heaven. With all of that today, let us just contemplate what we've heard and thank God and say, I am going to be the faithful householder. And I will store up in my own heart the treasures that God has given me this day and seek them out and then be willing to share them generously to everyone, especially those that we know have open hearts. So let us thank the Lord, praise his name, and dedicate this day to God's service.